0: Hello. <laughs> hey, yeah, this is going. Hello. Hello? Yeah, hey, Yuri. Hello? Oh. That's amazing,
1: man. Hello. Hello? Um Here I am, yeah, I am, here I am, I am, I am. Everyone's got their game, yeah. You should you share whatever's in your heart?
0: really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me but I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs>
2: It, it is. It is definitely turning spring or get starting to get there. And I, the way that I know, is I, I've taken two runs, one one Friday, one Saturday, uh, outside. Uh, i you know did my my old spring loop, little three mile. Uh, we, we let's call it a five k. It sounds a little more legit uh, around my neighborhood, around North Side. Yesterday, I went out shirtless. That's what I like to do uh, when it's warmer out. Now, I can promise you, some of you who might have seen me out there uh, struggling through uh, more stuff, sort of bouncing around uh, than than I would have liked, I would prefer things to be a little more taut. But, uh, you know, we're coming out of the winter. What can I say? Uh, I promise uh, that within, you know, during the springtime, things will tighten up a little bit. Now, I've never been you know, I've never had a a a Lil Wayne Bruce Lee body. I'd love to. I'd love to. Uh if you can s- please spam me with some of those uh things that you see on the side on Facebook uh of the, you know, ten surprisingly fat sucking foods. And I'm not, you know, I'm not fat. I'm not I'm not a a, a big guy. But uh, you know, there's always the little layer. I could say, oh, it's because I'm 34. But you know what? It's been there all my life, really. I've never been, even when I was 16, you know, I I, I had a nice little structure and some muscles and I was lifting weights by the time I was like 13. I mean, Max Rubin would uh, do uh, bench presses in his bedroom. I think I've possibly mentioned that in the podcast before, but he his little bedroom upstairs, we, we would... Uh, he had a bar and like this bench like under his bed and uh we would pull those out and literally they would take up the whole room, but we would do that and then his dad would like uh grill us hamburgers. Not a bad scene. Not a bad scene. But uh yeah, that was at age like thirteen. So I I built a little, little frame to, to for my for for everything to sit on. Uh but uh, you know, I I, I was never the most trim. You know, I like eating too much, uh, which is one of the reasons probably why I have the digestive issues and all that, among other reasons. I think it's also very much related, of course, uh, to psychological stuff and unsettledness and probably related to sex stuff as well. This is, I think, or sexual desire sitting in the... this is all abstract thought. Uh, I couldn't write a book about that, but I'm gonna try. No, uh, yeah, man. Welcome to the Wandering Wolf. I'm I'm Yoni Wolf, your host, your hostess. Oh, little Debbie. No, I never ate those things. I would only eat those kind of things when I went up to Nick Tanner's house up the street. Uh, and we, we would fuck with that kind of stuff because his mom would buy that sort of... My mom would never buy that sort of stuff. I mean, we had there were certain rules about what was actually health, healthy and what was not healthy at our house. You know, like, we would, we would eat Kix cereal. Uh, we never really had sweet cereals. Uh, life cereal was sort of sweet. You know, every once in a blue moon, we'd get cinnamon, toast cruncher, golden grams as a treat. But that was rare. Uh we're we're back for another week. Hello, good to see you. Ville Comment It does look like I'm I'm probably gonna do some some uh some solo shows throughout the fall, so uh keep an eye out and I'll keep you posted on that. Nothing's solidified yet, but it looks like I'll probably head to the West Coast at some point and possibly do some other uh places too. Today is a yoga day. Today's a yoga day. I have a class in half an hour. I'm going to do it. Got to do it. Got to keep up on that. It does It does make me feel better. Now, I have been sleeping on my back again recently, and that, I think, has been very good for those back problems that I was having. If you'll remember, if you'll recall, not to be too narcissistic and talk about my life like that, but I had some back problems a couple months back and they've been feeling a lot better once I uh, have been sleeping on my back more. So, thank you if you were asking about that, uh, which uh, you were not. This week is, in, is the second episode of Listeners Calls. Uh, and this is, it, I, I broke them up in topics. Uh, this is about privacy, sort of what I should talk about, uh, you know, how, how free I should be able to talk about other people's shit on here, uh, you know, and that goes for everyone on the internet and, and out in the world. You, you guys had some pretty good responses, you know, so, I, I you know, and, and I promised I'd put it up, I'm going to put it up. I didn't get a hell of a lot of responses of people saying like, yeah, it's great, you got to do it, but, uh, you know, I figure we, we, we recorded the calls, might as well put them up, uh, so that's what I'm doing, and I feel like it would be cheating those of you that, that uh, talk to me out of out of it if I didn't put it up because, you know, you thought you were going to be live and direct in front of a million people. So I'm going to honor that. I have, you know, I've I've been consistently doing something here and there, you know, for the last month or so, but it's hard. It's a struggle when you work for yourself like that to really keep it going uh, in a consistent way, to keep like a fiery inspiration going. Uh, it comes and goes, you know? So sometimes you just kind of have to trudge along. Uh, honestly, a, a desire of mine would be, maybe I would write for other people and, and, uh, be, be like a, a, a songwriter, uh, for, for someone in, in a room with other people or, or, uh, I don't know, just be a part of something that's like a consistent job that you're expected to do and you have to do it well. And I would, I would do it well. I, 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 Always put forth the extra effort, and uh, I'm, I'm, I think good at that sort of craft. Um, and then it would feel like you know, and you get a, then you get a paycheck, then you get a like a consistent amount of expectation on what you do. You go to a place every day and you do a job, and you come home and you're done work kind of thing. Um, as opposed to now, which you know it's a, it's a little vague, and you know we get together and do stuff. Or I do stuff here, but it—it it, it, sometimes it's hard when the when the inspiration is not hitting. It's sort of you don't know what to do, and then you have weird, nebulous downtime where you feel like you should be working, um, or something like that. Or you're or you're looking at your phone half the time you're working and wasting all that time. I need to do something with the phone. I need to put the phone away, uh, which I have actually started doing in the last few days. Putting it, you know, just in the other room, T- just to have it on you th- all the time is is uh, is tough. I-, I think you'll agree. Uh, oh, oh, you can you can uh, donate to the Wandering Wolf. Thank you so much, those of you that have been doing that. Um, it's on PayPal, the Wandering Wolf Podcast at Gmail dot com, uh, and it, it has been so helpful. So I, I I do really appreciate everyone that has been donating. You can also just let me know your thoughts there the wandering wolf podcast at gmail.com let me know what you're feeling what you're not feeling and all that all right let's let's get into this we're talking about privacy on the internet and blah 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 secrets and lies these kind of things uh, and this is you this is you I'm talking to so uh, enjoy yourself you all were very articulate good to talk to warm people enjoy <laughs> Hello. Brianna Wilson, is that who this is? Hello. <laughs> How's it going? This is Yoni Wolf calling it's, you.
1: I know who this is. Um, hi, it's going pretty well. <laughs> good,
2: good. Where, where am I? Uh, where am I? Where am I catching you at?
1: Um, I live in the middle of nowhere, San Diego County.
2: Well, that's not that's not too shabby. That sounds really nice to me right now. It's pretty icy. It's
1: a weird thing, privacy. I'm pretty open, so it doesn't really affect me. But that's not necessarily true because I, I also get really embarrassed.
2: Give me give me give me an, an instance of, of you feeling uh embarrassed by, by someone talking about something or judging something or or
1: Well, I guess I get in these like places where Kind of like manic, and so like I'll like overshare on Facebook or Tumblr or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I'll like regret it like instantaneously, and be like, "Wow, I shouldn't have just like done that." So I'll like undo it. So I put myself in these situations, I guess. Where okay. I'm like,
2: not not when you're out of the state, but sort of immediately when you put it up, you start to regret it. Yeah, exactly. What sort of Um, things? Necessary. What sort of things will you talk about that that you'll later regret?
1: Well, just, like, how I'm feeling, I guess, or just, like, random silly stupid thoughts that I've had. I guess
2: I'm trying to ascertain what's private to you.
1: I guess just, like, uh, my weird emotional internal life, but then, like, I want to share it because I need to, like, express it, Mm -hmm. but then I... I'm really, like, upset after I have because I feel like nobody cares. I'm like, why Why would I have to, like, put myself out there? I don't
2: know. Well, I, I think that humans need, you know, interaction and humans need to feel like, you know, not alone and that other people can relate to the stuff that, that's going on inside them. You know, we, just, we have this desire. That's why we share stuff. That's why we make art. You know, that's why we... Have conversations, you know, and and I, I, what I'm interested in with you is, is just like, you know, and not just with you, but with everybody. It's like what what are things that that are that are private, you know? What do we have? Is it and is it about shame? Or, or is it because these things are surrounded with shame for some reason? Because of uh, just our, our cultural identity or or something that happened in our individual childhood, or you know, our our sex things inherently private you know, based around some evolutionary reason or, you know.
1: I think it has to do a lot with our culture and how other people view us for the most part. And I think sometimes we keep things private because they're shameful to us. But I think it's largely in part of, you know, you don't want people to see you necessarily as you are or Mm -hmm. see these things that... I don't know. And, like, the sex thing, we're, like, just, like, overly inundated with all this, like, sex stuff all the time. But we're off to the top, and it's, like, this thing that is bad and private, and we shouldn't really discuss or partake in. So it's, like, really uh, intense dichotomy, I guess, of, like, opposing ideals that we're fed. So. Yeah. Hello?
2: Hello, is this Ephraim?
1: Hey, yeah,
2: is this is Yoni. This is Yoni Wolf. Yeah, are you in Chicago? Is that the set, the seven
1: seven three? yeah, seven seven
2: three, uh, Portage, Cragin area. Cool, man. Well, well, uh, what, what do you want to? What do you want to talk about?
1: I think it's alright to share, but you know, if it's gonna affect other people, yeah, uh, I think I don't think it should be shared. You know, uh, I'm very like I'm I'm a very shy person. You know, I'm ashamed, kind of like you. Uh-huh. I explained yourself, so I, I don't share everything because you know I feel ashamed. Like I want like people to like me for some reason. Okay, uh, so uh, I keep a lot of things to myself, but I wish I could be, you know, put out how I feel and think. But if it involves someone else, then I don't think it should be shared.
2: So, so for what what sort of thing? I mean, how do you know what sort of thing? You you should or shouldn't share about someone else. You know if it relates to you, for for instance, like if you're say there is a situation that involved you and them. When can you talk about it? When can you not talk about it?
1: Okay, uh, maybe uh, it should be kept. Uh, the other person's name should be kept anonymous. Uh huh. Like for example, my friend. Uh huh. Like we did, you know, we did something. But, let's say, you know, if he's in a relationship, right?
2: Yeah.
1: So, if I'm putting out what we've done in the past while we were in a relationship, you know, it might come back to haunt him, you know what I mean?
2: What, if he, you're saying if he talks about the person that he was in a relationship with?
1: No, not not the person that he's in a relationship with. It's what he did while with was in a relationship.
2: Oh, if he, you mean if he cheated on, on his significant right.
1: other? exactly. So you know, like that—that that kind of stuff should be should be kept. Uh, like a person's name should
2: be kept anonymous. Okay, I mean that makes sense. That makes sense. Like I, I think you know, I'm thinking about personally because it, that's that's where it's been an issue a bit for me. Is you know doing this podcast and having these kind of yeah. conversations, which I, I think are useful for people to listen to, and not not useful necessarily, but you know, it, it's entertainment that that fortifies your mind. You
1: know what I mean? Um, y- yes, you know it's it's helping me. Sorry, it's helping me discover more things about myself. Yeah, listening to all of, uh, these other people's stories. Yes, it's it's really it's really helping me a lot. Like I can relate to um, like your brother and you, like your dad. You know, like how he likes to play a, a victim role. Like I, I can relate to that stuff, so it helps me discover things within myself. Right. Well, so, I mean, I think it's a great it's a great thing that uh, what you're doing. You know.
2: But but, but here's a question: Is like. How, how whitewashed should things be? So like, you know, how much should these people be sharing about, say, about even, even other people? Say, my, say, you know, for instance, my dad talking about his dad. You know, how much should he share uh, about what he experienced with his own father? How much do you respect someone else's privacy when it relates to you even? So you see why I'm thinking about this
1: you should just share whatever's in your heart. Yeah. I think that's such the best thing. That goes back to the whole uh, secrets and lies thing because if you keep some things that might affect you, you should, you should, put, you should put some things out there if it's going to feed you in some way, you know? If you're going to find peace by yeah. sharing these things, then it, you, should, you should do that because there's a lot of things that I wish I could share but I'm afraid that it'll affect the people around me, you know, the people that I love. Right, you know, nobody, but nobody, nobody, really cares what you think about it. Some, some,
2: opinion. some people are sensitive. That's the thing. Is like, and I hear you, man. I, I, I think, you know, it does, it does feel, uh, you know, it takes the burden off when you when you share stuff with people. But yeah, then, then there's other people. Maybe involved in 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 that situation that that you want to share about you know little secrets you want to talk about you know that are affected and they're not ready necessarily to share so it's a it is a complex subject it is <laughs> I, I gotta I, I gotta roll on but you, say say one more thing say one more thing
1: I been to one of your shows and uh I, I got fucked up and I got kicked out oh no shit, but uh <laughs> yeah. Well, so if you when you come back, man, I hope I'll be
2: I'll be a good boy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good, man. Well, look, t- take care of yourself, Efren, and, and uh, I hope that uh, I hope you're able to, to to share some of the some of the uh, burdensome stuff on your on your heart, man. Yeah,
1: yes, I'm working on it, man. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system.
2: Sam Macklin back on the rack to attack all these whack suckers who think they got what it takes but they don't and it makes him pissed off and he takes it out on them in a verbal spray ahem you missed the call for the wandering wolf listener appreciation episode conversation now let's go let's go let's go let's go let's go go, macklin let's go Uh, uh. hello all right sam i gave you a second chance here
1: Oh, I feel so lucky.
2: You better have something interesting to say.
1: Um, I don't know. It's such a tough situation because I really enjoyed hearing all the, like, dirty details of you and Jay's relationship. Because that's, like, for me, who's been a fan, you know, I'm, I I uh, was a high schooler in Texas when I got into your music, and so, like, uh, since your music is so professional and... There seems to be a backstory to uh, everything you're talking about. It was really cool, and that's part of why I like the podcast, I think, because it sort of exposes me to these backstories and fills in the gaps of uh, things that I never really understood. So that was cool. And then obviously hearing about all the nitty-gritty stuff that went down in Oakland, um, I was, uh, you know, like I think the day that I heard that, I came over to my girlfriend and was like, geeking out about it and, like, telling her the whole story and all this stuff. It was just cool to hear it. But then, you know, like you said, it was really one-sided. Right. And um, I can understand, you know, as someone who's done shitty things in my past, I can understand why somebody would be, like, pissed off about a one-sided representation.
2: Right, right. So,
1: like, I I get it. But at the same time, you know, if, if I behaved in a shitty or, uh, mean way, I think that if people were talking about my behavior like that, I would understand why they were talking that way, you know? I don't, I don't think I have any delusions about, about that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. Lots of ins and outs. Lots of ins and outs there. Right. So, I mean, what,
1: and so what is your takeaway? It kind of sounds like you felt like you were on the, in the right?
2: 12 years ago, you know, he was yeah. the aggressor in that situation. Right. You know, there were right. things that I did not do right in the situation. Like, like I said, I, I, I feel like in some ways I should have just been less intellectual about it and more physical about it. Uh, right. You know, uh, I thought that in our representation, there were a couple th- key elements that we left out.
1: I went back and listened to it and, and uh I figured that there were details left out of it. But it goes to the same you know, that same thing of it's it's a one sided representation of yes. the story. Yes. And so it makes it tough for him. Like it makes it tough for him not being on uh not being able to say it. And I don't know if you've asked him to come on the show.
2: Yes, yes. He's down to be on the show. He doesn't necessarily want to discuss that, that issue. You know, I think you know, his tendency is to say, Well, uh I want to leave the past the past, you know? And, and I don't know if that's the healthiest thing in a way. I feel like, you know, and my tendency is to talk everything out, you know? And for me, and and for me, you know, that being 12 years ago, I'm unemotional about it. I don't have, and I I would hope it would be the same for him, but I don't know that it is necessarily. I I think, you know, he asked me to take it down. Obviously, you know, he still has feelings about that situation and, and, uh, I had to respect that. I felt like that 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 you know, and simply because we did we did not discuss all, you know, there were a couple of things we left out that that are key to the situation that maybe made him look like more more the lone aggressor than he was.
1: Yeah, and I understand that, but but at the same time, I think that um, I don't I don't agree with the mentality that the past should be left behind because there are a lot of lessons that you can learn from looking back. Right and it says a lot if you were able to get down to brass tacks and actually work it out with him Where you talked about it because it, it, you know, it didn't sound like you guys had a uh, easy relationship but you were definitely friends and then at this, there was this one pivotal point where everything changed and it was no longer cool or whatever and I've had, I've had friendships like that too and I'm more than happy to go back and rehash it but it's always the other side it seems that doesn't want to it doesn't want
2: to work it out. So right, I, right. In, in my mind, in, in my mind, it was almost you know an opportunity for uh, you know so, some further healing or, or, or sort of you know totally, throwing totally. putting the past behind us in a way stuff like that that uh, is old and, and uh, stale and doesn't need to be in existence in the universe anymore. You know what I mean? Right, and that
1: that stuff might make him cringe, the, and it probably I mean it might embarrass you to some extent. Right. But I think working through it and sort of getting on the same page about things that you're embarrassed about is really important because otherwise you just end up regretting it
2: there you go i'm look I'm glad I called you back man you got you have you have insight you have insight I would love it if he would if he would discuss all that nitty grittiness with me I like that well, that that's yeah, kind of what yeah. the podcast is for for me and in, in my relating yeah. to other people um is too like you know
1: honestly i I'd like it if you got into more nitty gritty with people you know I, was, I i enjoyed listening to your brother's episode i yeah. enjoy listening to liz's because i knew that there was something there but just good to hear about that and it's also you know that's that's the main reason why i think people like mark Marin are so successful um, because they address these sort of uh these issues that everybody has that are sort of embarrassing yes so i i like that about it and uh
3: yeah, I look forward to, to his episode.
1: Hello.
2: Hi, is this Nicole?
1: This is Yoni.
2: This is Yoni. You recognize my Hello. my voice?
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, I kind of like the the um, topic about boundaries. Yeah. Um, because growing up, I was like just a people pleaser kind of like I didn't really have an opinion I just tried to make everybody else happy and now that I'm getting older um, I'm pretty outspoken like I, I like to speak my mind but I've kind of been meditating on this all week and it's like why do we have those boundaries and I think it's mostly just because of like we're afraid of the consequences whatever that might be. Um, be it, like, you don't want to offend somebody or, like, if it's something bad, you don't want to get in trouble for admitting it or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you still um, feel the pull to, to, uh, to silence?
1: Yeah, I'm trying, I mean, it's a lot easier when it's, like, silly stuff that doesn't really matter, but when it's, like, actual serious stuff. Yeah. Um, it really depends on my audience, though. It's, like, I can speak to a friend, about anything I can talk to a therapist about anything but you know if it's like a, a stranger for some reason um you know you're not strangers I can tell anything to like it's e-
2: know strangers know. are easier yeah strangers are yeah. easier I <laughs> they're, think they're, uh,
1: yeah I can't whatever like you're probably not going to see them again
2: what about once it gets into a public forum like the internet you know stuff on the yeah. internet the stuff that I do you know um, yeah. how do you feel about that stuff or can you re- not relate to that
1: well, um, I kind of like I don't really have much of an internet persona because of the work that I do, I understand, you know, what happens to information and I don't
2: Tell me, tell me, you know. tell me, tell me.
1: What happens to information? it's there forever. I mean whatever you whatever you put out there, it's it's there. Right. I mean somebody can take a screenshot of it. It's not secret anymore. So that's, like, something. I've, I have an Instagram. Like, that's my only social thing. And I have, like, a LinkedIn, which is, like, work history nobody cares about.
2: Are you careful about selfies?
1: Um, well, I don't those selfies, but I do, I did, there's, like, one thing that I posted that was, like, slightly controversial. Um, which was what? Because I did, well, I was doing some nude modeling for a while um, just to kind of, like, break out my shell. So I posted, like, a picture of me wearing a corset made out of alpaca ribs and <laughs> like pasties made out of just like alpaca meat um so i talked pumped that that my mom kind of gave me some shit about
2: it but you'll have to uh you'll have to send that to me for for reference just for reference <laughs> well
1: I'll try it on my Instagram. you can totally find it
2: um, i'm not good i'm not good at uh searching the net okay i'll
1: send it to you you don't
2: yeah. have to i'm just joking but i i'd love to see it but yeah <laughs>
1: No, I'm not ashamed of it. I mean, Good. but it's still like it's one of those things. It's like, why, why shouldn't I show it? Like, because it's offensive to who? Um,
2: well, so now, why, why is it offensive, it offensive to people? Because you're because of the use of alpaca, or because yeah. of or because of the nudity?
1: Yeah, so like really depends. Like, like, like I said, like your audience. Like maybe vegans are offended by it because I'm right. using meat, or you know maybe. A Christian is offended because I'm showing my body, right? But yeah, I, I don't know. It's
2: but you did it, but know. you did it. Why did you do it?
1: Because like, it's fun, like, it's fun to express yourself in creative ways. And you know, it's my body. Like, uh-huh. I growing up, like, I had to wear like a broad undershirt and overshirt, like, I had to wear like a million layers to feel comfortable because you know, like. I'd, like, overnight, I just, like, became a woman and had, like, this woman body. And my parents, like, took all my clothes away. They were like, they're too tight, blah, blah. So I just had this, like, complex. And so when I was, like, 20, I decided to just completely shatter that by doing nudes. <laughs> so, you did
2: um, nude modeling for someone else or for yourself?
1: Um, It was all this, like, trade work with other artists. So mm-hmm. it was just, like, somebody that I met and we would do stuff. And it was all like silly stuff, like I'd be covered in paint or meat or whatever it is.
2: Right. Um, but is it, is it, is that stuff coming back to haunt
1: you now? No, it's not. Um, most people don't know about it, and and it's like do, do some of the stuff I'm like really proud of. So yeah. that's why it's like I'm slowly starting to share them. But
2: it's an art. It's, it's an art like thing. One of those
1: things.
2: Say what? I said it's an art thing for you. Sounds like.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. it's also, like, uh, pushing my own boundaries of what I'm comfortable with. Right, um, right. expressing.
2: And is it eradicating that shame that feels good? Like, you, like shame about your body and stuff? Because, you know, sometimes maybe... Yeah, totally. Pushing into that, pushing into the pain in a way?
1: Yeah, like, even just doing it. Um, and this was all, like, a couple of years ago. Just doing it was liberating, and now like actually sharing it, all this stuff that I've done. Like I haven't done modeling in years, right? Um But just sharing it's like, oh, like these are things, and I did them, and they were all secret, and maybe I showed a few friends, but I never like put it out in the world, like you know, on the internet, or it's forever.
2: Right, and now you yeah. can, now you can, listeners, you can find all of her nude pictures at <laughs> www. No, just kidding, just kidding.
1: Uh, Sharing personal things I think is liberating I mean Yes The stuff that you do It's like I don't know Maybe you have to think more Because you have a Wide audience base Like the people looking at my shit Maybe I got like 40 people looking It's like You know And I'm a programmer It's not gonna hurt I'm not a politician I don't have to worry about this shit Like Come back to haunt me Don't right. plan on doing anything where I'm in the public eye but yeah, I think what, it just takes the power away if you if you're able to say it out loud. Like it can't really hurt you anymore.
2: That's it's very true. to
1: a certain, certain certain extent. I mean, obviously you can't like if I'm planning on killing somebody, I can't say that <laughs> because we're going to jail. But um, I'm kind of. Extent, I'm pretty sure you can just say whatever you want.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I, I feel like I, I've I've gone the other route as far as like what you know. Worrying about something coming back to haunt me—it's like I've just sort of shot the moon, and just I'm on all haunt. You know what I mean? Just like, just go all
1: haunt. Yeah, and it's and it's hard to keep up like a, a facade too. Exactly. Like if you're if you're hiding shit, or if you're like I don't know lying about stuff, I and mean, you you have to keep that up, and it's just it just it gets exhausting. I find it's much easier just like to put down that wall I think
2: let it all hang out other than the alpaca pasties
1: <laughs> yeah
2: awesome hello Jacob
1: oh my god hey Ernie.
2: hey how are you I'm pretty good how are you I'm good are you, in, are you in Dayton
1: yes I am if it's something that the person involved wishes to keep private I don't think you should be posting about it
2: right do you have any uh relevant stories that things that have might have occurred like in that way uh where either you've you've talked about something that someone would rather you have not or or they they talked about you you'd rather them not
1: it's just it varies on the person, and my friend you the other day calls me and he has a story about a special nut that he had, and he said it was this this is the best nut I ever had, and it just went on forever. And after I was done, I went into my brother's room, and I asked him about it. I told him about it, and he said the exact same thing happened to him.
2: And when you say a nut, do you mean an ejaculation, or do you mean a, yeah, okay. ejaculation? <laughs> okay. So wait, so he had a, he had a very special ejaculation, um, just while he was what masturbating or having sex?
1: Masturbating. Okay. And you know, he walked and told his brother. And the same exact thing was happening to his brother
2: at the same in, in, time.
1: Yeah, in opposing rooms, they're like next to each other.
2: That's weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, so that obviously is a pretty personal story, but I mean, he is kind of an open book.
2: Is he is he okay with you saying are you saying the story on 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 the air?
1: Yeah, I mean, he would he would get on top of a mountain and tell everybody if he could.
2: Okay, so he and his brother both had this simultaneous nut.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure it happened, like, they ejaculated at the same time, but around the same time, they had the same, like, amazing nut. He said it was amazing. What with what, his words.
2: what made it so amazing? Did he explain that? Was it a certain, like, was he looking at a certain kind of porno? Was there a certain, like, why was he so, why was it a, such a furious nut? Uh.
1: Well, he just said it felt great, and it made his butt hurt afterwards.
2: His 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 butt hurt afterwards.
1: Yeah, he said there's a a pain in
2: his butt right after. His his hole or his or his 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 tuchus? Uh, tuchus, uh That's 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 a that's a, <laughs> that's a Yiddish word. His 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 derriere or his or his anus. Probably both. I'm assuming cool well that's that's very interesting um modern day miracle so that's his oversharing but that didn't bother anyone because he doesn't care yeah and you shared his oversharing so we're getting pretty meta here
1: yeah I love the honesty thing the brutal honesty or whatever you want to call it that's mm-hmm. uncomfortable honesty I like it out good and I only really like it out because I don't know how to do it myself <laughs> okay <laughs> So it's like that
2: courage thing. So you like listening to you like listening to other people talk about their personal shit, but you don't like to personally talk about your own shit.
1: I mean, how often does anyone have the
2: opportunity to do that, anyways? Right. Uh, right now, no. I'm,
1: I'm just, um, yeah, I mean, you mean me right now?
2: Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I think everyone always has that opportunity. I mean, not necessarily, like, to be blasted around the world, all the, but, you know, we, have, we all have social media networks that we can get on. and talk, You know, you can get on Facebook and, and say, you know, anything, you know?
1: When you're prompted and asked, it's different. Like, how many people just all out, just pour it out and tell everybody they're dirt?
2: So a lot of people yeah. do nowadays, it seems like
1: yeah when i do it it's all anonymous online
2: right right
1: some blog posts that no one knows who it is not even like my best friend
2: you mean you'll write you'll 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 make your name anonymous or you have an anonymous blog yeah
1: yeah you do yeah i've done
2: that yeah for those yeah, just, uh, for those times where you really need to say something but why do you say I'm it like, then why do you say it if it's anonymous does it, does it still take some of the weight off
1: yeah, yeah, and like just to put it out there to see, it's one thing to write in a journal
2: uh-huh.
1: and like have that for just your eyes only, but like you already know that stuff about you, right, that dirtiness, like the sickness or whatever, Yeah. but to put it out there for other people to hear whatever and comment on or not comment on, you know, it's different. Yeah. And like you don't want anybody to know that's you, God, you know, especially people who think they know you, right?
2: But I do. I, I I put that kind of stuff out there, um, you know, even on whatever Tumblr or whatever. Like I, I've done posts like that that are extremely personal and I and I write I know, my name I on know, them.
1: I love that. I love that. Like, that's so courageous. It's so it's like it's you know, I love it because it's like I don't have I don't have the courage to do that.
2: Like, but why do I do that? Why am I? Why am I drawn towards that? Are
1: you? Or do you just not have a sensor or what? Or do you like the feeling of like that discomfort of putting... I think I I there? I think
2: I desire that discomfort or I need that discomfort um, because I feel like I need to shake
1: things up. Yeah. I, I See, and I like to do things that make me feel scared and alive, but then that type of thing, putting out your dirtiest, darkest things. Mm-hmm. You don't want to wake up in the morning and have somebody five, ten years later like, oh, this is you.
2: But I might. That's the thing is that might happen, and that might, and...
1: Yeah, that's awesome, like, to be that real. It's like, ah, I wish. Don't ever stop doing it. God, it's like the best thing. Like, that's you, your interviewees. Oh, love it. I love, I love, love reading about, like, People's dirt, like I I wouldn't hold it against people. You know, I don't know. Yeah, kind of weird. Like I wouldn't hold it against people, but then I think if I were to put it out there, that would be held up against me.
2: Right? Weird, huh? Right. I mean, I'm yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always nervous before I put something out there, and then usually there's not much of a reaction to anything. That's the that's the way that our culture is now. It's like we've heard it all. You know what I mean? Like we've heard everything. Like nothing.
1: maybe, maybe like, yeah, but I guess that's the thing. Like, I guess I don't have a lot of close people to me, but that fear, of like those people that you hold dear to you mm-hmm. knowing, I don't really truly. It's...
2: You have people close to you. You have family. No, I mean.
1: Yeah. And my best friends, like, but it's few people, you know, I have like a very small close knit and I would hate to just those people, even though I know that those people don't really give a shit about what I do. Like, I'm already an asshole. I'm already a bitch. Like, they know these things. They know I do the dirtiest things. They know little snippets of that, and they still don't judge me. And that's, like, the people you find yourself
2: with, right? Right. Isn't that what love is, to transition into another into another realm? Um, you know, I think what love is accept- is accepting someone for their flaws, right? And, and Or, or oh, not yeah. even – I don't want to even say flaws, but just, you know, uh, their di- differences. Yeah. Idiosyncrasies. Yeah.
1: But still, it's like you always think, oh, yeah. But they probably think that's just really disgusting. And I can't believe I know somebody that would do that. And I can't believe that he would do
2: that. But everybody, everyone does, quote, unquote, disgusting shit. Everyone's got secrets.
1: Yeah. Everyone's got dirt. They do, yeah. Hello?
2: Hey, is this Russell?
1: Yeah.
2: This is uh, Yoni Wolf. I I, I think I talked to your your brother, maybe, Jacob?
1: Yeah, yeah, he talked to my brother.
2: Cool, cool. Uh, Well, uh, now I'm calling you.
1: Awesome man. I mean, I guess it seems to me the the kind of thing that you'd play by ear, like like um if one story seems extra personal, maybe talk to that person before. Right. And then maybe get the approval to do it without using their name, but it seems like you never use anyone's names.
2: I I try not to use names. Yeah. I try to avoid using names a lot of times.
1: I mean, I listen to all the episodes and I've never like felt the urge to like download the episode reverse it, listen to the name, figure out what the story was about. <laughs> right. I think it protects it pretty well.
2: Yeah. I mean, someone could feasibly do that, of course. Oh, yeah. But, you know, who's going to really do that?
1: Yeah, and you mostly use first names,
2: right? Yeah, usually it seems to be just a first name, yeah.
1: Those are, all, those are
2: your stories also. Exactly. That's the question. Who owns the story? You know what I mean? Uh, if If I'm involved in a story or in a, in, a, in an occasion— you know, I mean, I guess it, it's owned by everyone that that was involved in those occasions. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, how sensitive do you have to be to someone else? I mean, it feels if it feels like something you want to share. Do, I I don't know. I really don't know. I really okay. don't know.
1: I mean, I think that I think most people who listen to it know that those stories not only are they partly your stories, but they're your perspective of the story
2: too. Right. That's right. That's right. It is. It is about that too. And. and people being aware that that's always the case. Though, you know, if if you have more of a platform like I do, you know, with the podcast, maybe that's an unfair situation because, you know, I, I can, my perspective then goes out to a lot of people and someone else, you know, may just have their Facebook or whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that's not, uh, not cool. I think
1: an interesting thing you could do is maybe if like, something comes along that you think is you should talk to them about is maybe maybe do a phone call like this with that person and, and you talk you know you talk to them about it and maybe include it in the beginning or the end of the episode
2: right how they feel about that thing yeah that makes sense to me
1: yeah there's, there's a lot of stories I'm interested in like the, um one of the more recent ones you did about like with your sister-in-law
2: uh-huh
1: and the guy the guy that you know, I can't remember his name. Oh, you didn't use his name. The guy who blew up on you and just went off. I think it would be interesting to get that guy on the show. Well, that's that's
2: <laughs> that's kind of why that's kind of why I I wanted to talk about this subject because he did he asked me to take that down and I did. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the reasons why I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and I do, I do want to talk to him, and, and he's he's down to talk. I don't think he wants to talk about that though, you know.
1: Does he know? Does he know about this episode?
2: No, I don't think he'll have what? a problem with this though. I mean, we don't, we're not talking about him, or you know what I'm saying? Like we're yeah, yeah. So
1: <laughs> that story, you guys are cool though.
2: Yeah, I mean, we—he was upset about the fact that that uh, that went up, but uh, I've since taken it down, and and uh, we're cool. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: mean, but it,
2: it happened though, so. It did happen. That's the other thing, is like that was something that happened in my and he, you know, he acted how he acted. And I, I think, you know, we we tried to be to the best of our abilities you know, honest about it, though of course you're always coming from your own perspective. You know what I mean? And and uh everyone has their own way of thinking about a, a situation. So, you know, you can never be objective, you know, if you're especially especially if you're deeply involved in the situation that you're talking about, so
1: yeah, I don't think there's any problem with it because you always protect everyone's identity and uh, they're your stories, and, and it seems like you handle it carefully. Like,
2: well, I, I I think about it a lot, and I and it does, you know, I, I I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, you know. And I've had another friend of mine um, who did an episode, you know, called me later and was like, I don't know, man, if I should have all that shit up because, like, you know, he we talked about a lot of personal stuff and uh he was like well I don't know you know I just feel weird about it are people gonna think I'm weird or you know I was like I don't <laughs> think so like you know to me everyone has stuff that they go through and different stuff that could could feel weird you know or it could seem weird or whatever but you know in the end it's just the human experience and and he he went and asked some other friends that had listened to the episode and they said, nah, man, that's, it's great. It's great listening to that and hear you talk about that stuff. So, I, you know, I, 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 that I tend to be towards the open book side, though I, I'm mm-hmm. trying to want, you know, I want to respect other people's feelings, you know what I mean, if they don't feel that way. Oh. Brando. Yeah. Yoni, Yoni, Yoni Wolf here.
1: Wow, caught me off guard. How's it going? I'm good, man. How are you? Pretty good. It's playing some NHL '94. What's up
2: with you? Tight. Well, I'm 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 just doing these calls. Where are you are? You down in Texas or or uh, or where were you last time I talked to you? Portland or something? No, no.
1: I'm still in Texas. I'm from uh, Northern California, but I'm just in Texas to get a training for this new job I'm doing in the Air Force. Okay, I'll be back in California.
2: Awesome. Uh, do you do you fly planes or or you do other stuff?
1: No, I do the intelligence work. Oh my goodness! Like spies? Yeah uh well, I mean, it's one of those things where it can't confirm or deny, but it's all it's all online like not not even trying to sound like pretentious about it, but i mean
2: no, I know, you know i know i hear you i hear you
1: yeah
2: hear yeah. You. Yeah, my, my, yeah wow, okay um we talked a bit on the phone the other day about privacy stuff, i guess
1: you sure did um i
3: mean, if something happens like for example the uh the podcast I heard it before it was edited.
1: I thought it was awesome Like I mean It was To me I, I felt it was like It was pretty obvious Who you were Pertaining to Which That's kind of why I liked it But,
2: but that's your I mean idea. But you But you Yeah You're coming from someone that You know Seems like you You know about the whole Gang and everything Like that Seems like Yeah so, yeah.
1: yeah And that Like I was actually surprised Like how much you did share I'm like Wow Isn't that guy Gonna get kind of pissed off And And he did you know, And he <laughs> did Yeah Yeah <laughs> And I, I kind of had a good laugh about it with my brother. But, yeah, I mean, I, I can see why he did, but at the same time, I mean, if you're, you're acting out that way, you have every right to call him on his shit and you were just happen to be polite enough to, you know, at least kind of censor it in a bit. But, yeah, again, somebody who's been kind of, you know, following everything.
2: You, 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 but kinda but,
1: kinda pick up on it.
2: but you think I you think I do have the right to put that out because he did act that way and I was there and I was... You know, part of the, part of the the you know I, my girlfriend at least was was the object of the acting out. Um, Absolutely. So you're saying I have the right to just talk about that willy
1: nilly? You do. I right? mean, for you know for all those reasons you mentioned, like right? that was you know the love of your life, your friend, you were affected by it. You can you know voice your opinion on it, and you're courteous enough to at least you know bleep out his name. Right. I think you know. You did everything that you kind of like the uh I guess you could say uh have time to wish in extremo and being like the snowed in whiskey Week stuff, but uh, <laughs> like, okay, yeah like a, a minor version of that, just calling people on their shit and leaving it at that you know you're not you know bad talking, but you're just kind of telling it like it is, and how you feel about it, and there's nothing wrong with that
2: but what's what could be weird is that it was twelve years ago or something, you know what I mean, so it's like. Yeah. He doesn't want to dredge that shit back up, but we never really dealt with it he and I. So, you know, yeah, that's and and then also uh, we left out some key information that changes it a little bit.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> I, guess information I could have the, him to save face
2: or something. Eh, I, you know, I don't know. It's complicated, but but uh you know, made him maybe not the only culpable party perhaps we'd say. Um okay I got but I mean whatever he's st- i mean it's not like we lied about anything that happened, but uh exactly that's but, important, but we left a couple things out but anyway i yeah i all right so that's that's your opinion i i and you're you're convincing you have a convincing way of speaking you you, you know and uh and I appreciate that
0: Jan. Yoni wolf <laughs> what's going on brother that's amazing man how how are you <laughs> good good i'm uh i'm working on a dance piece uh, like a music Music for dance piece cool you you said you
2: sound like you had some interesting shit to talk about about your your experiences in japan you want to tell me about
0: that a little bit sure i uh left for japan in 2007 and and slowly but steadily i became a bit famous in show business i was uh I was an actor and a model and a musician and one day uh for some reason uh the police came to my house maybe eight people with cameras started going through my stuff and asking me questions and next thing I knew I was at the police station tied to a chair what and I thought this like I thought this was a misunderstanding uh, we just have a laugh and I'll be back home right an hour later but I stayed there for a month <laughs>
2: You were in the, you were in jail in Japan for a month.
0: I was not in jail. I was in the police station, but let's say uh, technically it's kind of kind of the same. But you weren't allowed to leave the station. No, I wasn't allowed, and I got deported like a month later. So I got a lot of time to uh, to reflect on my life choices and uh, What happened? Tell me what happened. What? What? Why? Why did they to- Why did they arrest you? I mean, there's a whole policy of uh, trying to scare foreigners away. It's a pretty uh, rough country. Um, but but and, yeah, well, yeah, basically, my it's like a visa issue. I didn't, I didn't chop people in half or anything. I just my visa was invalid because companies I worked for for didn't really do their job. Okay. And it was like all over the internet. Uh, French TV personality Yan Cleary, arrested. Uh it was so embarrassing, you know, and I asked blogs and newspapers to take it down, and they wouldn't and it was pretty humiliating
2: yeah to be honest they know? they didn't care they didn't care that you were that it that
0: it bothered you, yeah, so I've been in France back for a couple of years, and I wrote so many songs about it and and some some words may seem a bit ridiculous, cheesy, like if you use expressions like to be in chains or or you talk about the pen or whatever, you know, and these words may have been ridiculous, let's say, three years ago, but actually so much of my input for a while was, was constructed around that.
2: You have a uh, a solo project just with your last name, Cleary.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I try to simplify a bit, and it's it's kind of a, uh, in this idea of honesty and, Uh, I've been like stripped away of all my uh, personal life, you know, at at that period, and and I just felt like working under my name was the most honest thing. You had previously had uh,
2: uh, like an artist name or something.
0: Yeah, I was in in different bands, but uh, I I was like working for other people and stuff, and I was having other people sing my songs, and I realized I really need to be my own voice, you know, no matter. How how much it needed to be worked on or something, you know, it's just at least it's it's me. I go with all my awkwardness and sometimes with my strengths also. Yeah. And I think that's what people like in like I said in the email I sent you about Mark Moron and Louis CK, or about you obviously. Um yeah, it's all about the uh the the freakiness that we have inside and sharing that with others allows them to in that instant feel like, well actually I'm not I'm not such a Rafiq myself, you know. I'm a yeah. We're just people.
2: <laughs> totally, totally. But but I that's. I'm so sorry to hear about. I mean, wh- what was the scandal about though in Japan? Like, if they, uh, what what could the tabloids talk about if they're just
0: like, okay, he was deported. Like, did they make shit up? Well, they didn't make shit up. Let's say they they didn't investigate so much. So there was a first real press release about the fact that uh, I had bought my visa from like this fake like shady company that sells visa to to people actually i was kind of caught in some kind of scam you know and the trap suddenly revealed itself i was i was super naive because i lived in europe my whole life and you realize how much you're protected in your own country you know but so you actually did get scammed the visa thing yeah i mean it's it's hard to be honest with oneself you know but I th- I think I was just super naive and I yeah. thought, well, you know, what what can happen? I'm a I'm an honest person, so what can happen? I see you you might have kind of known a little bit, maybe. I, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> That's uh, fine.
2: That's fine. We can leave it yeah. at that. But but um yeah and then, and so they yeah ish geesh well but that, I mean it sounds like an interesting chapter in your life to be. Uh, famous in Japan as as a foreign, uh, you know, model, actor, et cetera, um, just to have that experience must be, uh, you know, enriching, right? I mean, just as like, how many people can say that, you know, like?
0: A lot, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, a few hundred maybe or dozens. Okay. Uh, I wasn't like a superstar or anything, you know, but I, I had kind of a nice Social life, but then you realize a lot of it is, is kind of fate in Tokyo is some somehow sin city and yes and uh, well, I mean i've had time to reflect, and i 'm not completely out of that cell somehow, but now i 'm focusing like i said on on making music, which is meaningful for me, yes, uh, and just trying to be truthful to uh, to the knowledge. I've acquired even though I can't pretend I'm deep, <laughs> but
2: <laughs> oh, you
0: know you are what
2: you are. You know you have what you have inside yeah. you. you get, yeah. Come from there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's it's this thing I was interested in I mean obviously i like music and so on, but I like this idea of oversharing, you know. Yeah. And now I'm really careful about what I share with people. Right. Because I always had this idea, okay, if I show you some things that I don't show everyone, then we'll become friends like really fast, you know. Because, right. Uh, and now I'm just a bit scared that things can be used against you, you know. So you take it, you take it real
2: slow now with people.
0: Yeah, like uh, when I when I see what you post about your private life and let's say your sex life, even. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I sometimes I wonder. Uh, is there a risk for you? And how wh- how do people react to you now? Like when they meet you at shows or or whatever is has that changed the relationship with women or people? Or?
2: I don't know. I always expected to come back and bite me in the ass, and it. I mean, it hasn't really yet. You know, I, I, I I'm sure it affects how people interact with me. You know, but I have by people that I'm close to they don't care or that, you know, I mean, I I don't know. I tend to be pretty open and and it tends to be okay. You know, that said I've I've never experienced something like that with the government or anything like that. So I don't know. I don't know. And as far as women go, I, it's all a mystery to me. So, you know, I, I figure I might as well just be open about it all and then let, let everything fall how it falls. You know what I mean? And I don't, I think, it may change the way that I, that my relationships go, but I don't know that it necessarily um, makes them all go away. You know, it may be, maybe I think it has to be more real if I'm more outward with stuff, but maybe that's naive to think. So I don't know. I just, uh-huh. I'm just trudging along, trying to figure it out, you know, in the same way that, that uh, you are. So. Sure. Hello? Michael. Yoni! Yes, I, gi- I, I give second chances. I don't give third chances. Nice. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling. Yeah, it's, it's my pleasure. Yeah. It's my pleasure. Uh, h- how are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm going, I'm
3: going to school down here at San Diego State for, uh, for social work. Okay, very cool. Last night, I was uh, before I went to bed, I read a short story by uh, David Sedaris. Uh-huh. And he was, t- he was talking about writing about his father and mother and how like and it was like the first uh part of his writing career. Yeah. And he was his parents were like when they when they read they first read it they were kinda of mortified. They were like, Ugh this is uh this is painting us in a bad light. Right. And uh and he, he was he was very unapologetic and funny about it and, <laughs> and I was just thinking about about you and, and uh what what you give to the world and how, how it's very just unabashed and and very, uh, honest, and, and, uh, there was some parallels there.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's, it's hard to know, I mean, it's, okay, especially with parents, you know, like, I actually have, you know, right now, um, somebody's parents, the parent that I talked to recently, uh, is upset about the episode, and feels like it's, you know, it's like slanderous and stuff, but I feel like with parents, it, it's such a, uh, You know, obviously it's extremely subjective, you know, in in how a child is going to view their parent and and has to be taken as such. But, you know, we all have our story uh, with our parents and and the the right things and the wrong things they did and, you know, how how certain things may have affected us positively or negatively. And I think we have to be able to talk about that. You know, I mean, that's such an important thing to be able to talk about, right? Absolutely, yeah, and
3: it's ripe for satire, and it's ripe for um, profound insight into who we are, and that that came up a lot in the, the Marin episode uh, on The Wandering Wolf, and I really, I love that episode a
2: lot. Was he talk? Um, he was talking about his, his father? That's right, he did talk about his father. Yeah, yeah, he mentioned that, like that he had a, a
3: rift with his dad after the, the television show came out. That's right. And, um, yeah, that that's a definite, um, like, potential pitfall of just being an honest performer and having a public life. And there is a line to be drawn. And actually, I wanted to bring up the the Liz Wolf episode in particular. Yes. Um, I I heard in the last episode that you said you were going to go back and edit it. Yes. That was a really interesting choice of yours. And I just wanted to let you know that uh, I was listening pretty intently to that episode. And I feel like I... I feel like a lot of parallels to you and the the whole Anaconda crew. Uh-huh. Not in terms of art. I'm not a not a big creative guy, productive guy, but just in terms of like my life and how it's gone. I went to film school um, and I dropped out of film school. I, I just um, I, I got into you guys really early on. Okay, and so so I and I, that's I besides the point. But basically, what I'm trying to say about this episode is that. I knew who it was you were talking about, even though you had, like, uh, fudged the name. Yes. It definitely, like, colored my, you know, my uh, opinion of this person that I don't even know. Yeah. And it was, was, and I took, I mean, as a listener, I definitely took some um, voyeuristic pleasure in it, some weird, creepy... pleasure in that but yeah but uh, yeah i i think that there might have been a line that might have been like like gone you know a little bit too far with right there um in that episode and and i understand why um why you'd want to go back and
2: edit it i I don't know i i and it was more about the way it was painted than than what exactly we we talked about in terms of the the circumstances it was more like how we talked about it or something like that um that i i felt like was was uh you know uh, that I felt justified in 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 uh, in editing it, and I you know and I did that for for that for that person who who asked me to do that.
3: I mean, just judging on what you were saying, it, it was it was a really good episode. I mean, those are some serious um, you know dr- dramatic things that happened to you and Liz, and yes, it, it was wor- it was worth talking about for sure. But you know,
2: it's your call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I wanted to talk about that stuff because of how it how deeply it affected our relationship, you know, Liz and my relationship, uh, you know, to the point where we we really didn't talk for several years after that. So, yeah, I mean, that's why I really wanted to talk about it. But the way, perhaps, that we talked about it and a couple things that we left out and stuff like that, this seemed like maybe it wasn't the best thing to to keep up there. It was... Yeah,
3: kind of an
2: unfair portrayal. Where... Hello? Hey, is this Richard? Yeah. What's going on? This is Yoni Wolf from the Wandering Wolf hey. podcast. Yeah, yeah, I, I was going? Good, man. How are you? Where, are you in Michigan? Is that 248? Somewhere around Detroit?
1: Yeah, I live just north of Detroit. Cool, cool. I think um, people feel a little entitled these days to information. I think they also feel a little entitled to giving information.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but I don't know. I think what we're sharing is okay. I think it's, to me, it seems like it could be a healthy outlet for people, you know, as long as they don't abuse that.
2: What's abusing it?
1: Um, I think maybe relying on it too much for like, any kind of, like, mental or emotional grounding.
2: In other words, using that and not having, you know, maybe not having a relationship or something and using... Like Facebook as as your uh, intimacy or something? Uh, yeah, sort of. What's your What's your experience with this? Have you had any? You know, do you tend to talk a lot in that in that way, or do you have a, a loved one that you tell most things to? Uh,
1: I have a loved one. I, I tell most things to. Okay. Um, and that's also, I think, where I get a lot of information from. So I don't really use uh, Facebook or social media stuff too much. Uh-huh. Um, mostly because I don't really care. Good for um, you. I don't know. I'm really feeling
2: new for it. H- how old are you? I'm 28.
1: 28. Yeah, that
2: that shit does kind of. It kind of wears on you a little bit after a while, and you can get kind of addicted to it. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
2: You try to stay in the real world now.
1: Yeah, mostly. That's well, good. I also spend my entire day usually on a computer. I program. Oh yeah. And so as soon as I get home, I don't necessarily want to sit in front of technology or, like, be exposed to feeds. Because I'm also, I guess I do use Twitter a lot at work. Um, but even that kind of wanes on me a bit because it's, I don't know, it's a big grading to just read tweets all day for some reason. Yeah, where's he out? Yeah, exactly. I think because I spent the majority of my younger years being pretty inhibited. Um uh-huh. Emotionally, I was, like, always, I think I was I, I'm pretty introverted, and I think I was just always focusing my energy inward. Okay. And uh, it took a lot for me to even, and that wasn't necessarily shy. Like, I would be able to go out and talk to people, but it, I've always felt like uh, people struggled to hear what I was saying because I didn't want anyone else to hear it other than someone I was talking to. I would kind of direct
2: my communication, but they would never really even be able to hear it very well. What, what do you mean, be able to hear it? Like physically, or you mean, or you mean like they weren't ready yeah. to hear it?
1: No, physically. Like I would, I would speak to them, but I would speak quiet because I was so private and personal. I, didn't <laughs> I want see. I not anyone else to hear what I had to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting older has kind of taught me to care less about those things. Yes. And I definitely don't walk on my like I used to.
2: No, I it's the sure. same here. Same thing happened to me, actually, over the years.
1: Yeah, and I think
2: sharing is I think it's a good thing. I think so too. I think I think uh definitely people are, are geared towards uh doing that and, and, and needing that. Right. But I guess the question is when when can you you know, when should you do that like on the internet or whatever, you know, like somewhere where like a million people are gonna hear or like, you know, if you're like a, a stand up comedian or you're or you're a, a singer or whatever, like, you know, when when should you be able to talk about something that might be other someone else might, be cons- might consider private, you know? And when, when, yeah. where, where, where's the line, I guess?
1: Yeah, I think the interesting thing about that is that you have to maintain some sort of image, whether it's for um, a career you have or if you're some sort of public figure, yeah. whether you're an artist or in politics or whatever. You have to maintain some sort of thread between the two, between your, normal, or like your life off the internet, but also whatever your persona is on the internet. But it's I don't know, it's weird.
2: It is weird. You said it. You said it man. <laughs> it is. Well I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna take off, but thanks for thanks for talking to me, Richard. I appreciate it. Yeah sure. That's righty, 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 right home, as uh, Steve Miller would say. Thanks for listening. The Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com, at Yoni Wolf on Twitter. Though I haven't been using Twitter very much. I haven't really been like very active social media wise so much. I don't know why. You go through phases, it's, I get burnt out on it a little bit, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. If if you're not feeling the call-in format, be ye not worried. Uh, next week we're back with another long-form interview. Uh, this one is with uh, Little Bubs owner Mike, uh, so maybe maybe you'll uh, dig that. Love all yous. Not sure what else to uh, announce, so let's just uh, let's just get into this. Keep one. Sounds more like an outro button. Like, like, like. I'm like, oh thanks, buddy. <laughs> or something like that.